Welcome to Zichu Dafsi Mani Member by Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Kedushin Dafnun Ches. The end of the second parakel Ishma Kandish, and the beginning of the third parakel Omer. This daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three tops are going to focus on number the Mishnah Dav Nun Vav and Beis taught that although Kedushim made with items that are prohibited and benefit is invalid, if the man sold them and married with their payment, the woman is married because their payments do not attain their forbidden status. The Gore explains that the Torah taught specifically regarding Avodah Zorah, and you should become banned like it, which implies anything that you generate from it is like it, meaning any money paid for it is equally forbidden. We do not derive all other forbidden items from idolatry because the Torah also taught that Shemitah produce transfers its restricted status to its payment. So they are Shnei Ksuvim Hambayin Ke'echot, two psukim that come as one to teach the same principle. And we do not derive laws from such sources. Alternatively, there's an exclusion written by each. Yobo is referred to as Kodesh, holy, so its produce and Shemitahs confers its status upon its payments, like Hektish. Another drasha teaches that the original produce retains its status as opposed to Hektish. It emerges that in a series of transfers, the original produce and final payment have Shemitah status, but the middle ones are permitted. Point number two, the next mission states that if one marries with Truma, Miser, or Matanos, gifts, meaning parts of a Chuan animal given to a Kohen, the woman is married even if the man is a Yisrael. Ula says, The pleasure of benefit is not in equity, meaning one's ability to choose whom to give Truma and to receive payment to do so is not considered monetary ownership of the Truma insofar as using it for Kedushin. He's challenged from our mission and answers that it's discussing a Yisrael who inherited Tevel from his maternal grandfather who was a Kohen, and he fully owns the Truma. He cannot eat it, but he may sell it to a Kohen. Although he inherited Tevel and not Truma, this time holds Matan Shohumra Kamishohumra Damian. Unprepared gifts are considered like they were already separated and owned by the grandfather. And point number three, the third paragraph begins that if one told the shilich to marry certain women for him, and the shilich went and married her to himself, she's married to the second person. If one said to a woman, you are married to me after 30 days, and someone else married her in the interim, she's married to the second one, since the first kedushin didn't yet take effect. If he said, from now and after 30 days, and someone else married her in the interim, she is married and not yet married to both, and requires a get from both, as the Gemara will explain. The Gemara will explain that Kedushin set to take effect after 30 days is valid even if the money given for Kedushin was already spent before that time. It's not like a picadon, a deposit, since it was given to her to spend, and it's not like a loan since it was given to her for Kedushin purposes. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishan Dav Nun Vav Ambeis taught that although Kedushin made with the items prohibited and benefit is invalid, if the man sold them and married with their payment, the woman is married because their payments do not attain their forbidden status. The Gore explains that the Torah taught specifically regarding Avodah Zorah, and you should become banned like it, which implies anything that you generate from it is like it, meaning any money paid for it is equally forbidden. We do not derive all other forbidden items from idolatry because the Torah also taught that Shemitah produce transfers its restricted status to its payment. So they are Shnei Ksuvim Hambayin Ke'echot, two psukim that come as one to teach the same principle. And we do not derive laws from such sources. Alternatively, there's an exclusion written by each. Yobo is referred to as Kodesh, holy, so its produce and Shemitahs confers its status upon its payments, like Hektish. Another drasha teaches that the original produce retains its status as opposed to Hektish. It emerges that in a series of transfers, the original produce and final payment have Shemitah status, but the middle ones are permitted. 
Point number two, the next mission states that if one marries with Truma, Miser, or Matanos, gifts, meaning parts of a Huan animal given to a Kohen, the woman is married even if the man is a Yisrael. Lula says, The pleasure of benefit is not in equity, meaning one's ability to choose whom to give Truma and to receive payment to do so is not considered monetary ownership of the Truma insofar as using it for Kedushin. He's challenged from our mission and answers that it's discussing a Yisrael who inherited Tevel from his maternal grandfather who was a Kohen, and he fully owns the Truma. He cannot eat it, but he may sell it to a Kohen. Although he inherited Tevel and not Truma, this time it holds Matan Shalhumra Kamishalhumra Damian. Unprepared gifts are considered like they were already separated and owned by the grandfather. And point number three, the third paragraph begins that if one told the Shalich to marry certain woman for him, and the Shalich went and married her to himself, she is married to the second person. If one said to a woman, You are married to me after 30 days, and someone else married her in the interim, she's married to the second one, since the first Kedushan didn't yet take effect. If he said, From now and after 30 days, and someone else married her in the interim, She is married and not yet married to both, and requires a get from both, as the Gemara will explain. The Gemara will explain that Kedushan set to take effect after 30 days is valid even if the money given for Kedushan was already spent before that time. It's not like a picadon, a deposit, since it was given to her to spend, and it's not like a loan since it was given to her for Kedushan purposes. Alright, so now we get our Simon Dafnun Ches, and our standard Simon is Noach Goldberg the Zookeeper. Noach Goldberg the Zookeeper, not to be confused with the biblical Noach. So here goes. Noach Goldberg the Zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushin, and suggested instead he marries a woman with Truma, even though he was a Yisrael, was shocked when he discovered that this man was actually the Shaliach, who was originally sent to be Makadashur on behalf of another man. Once again, so motion. No, Goldberg the zookeeper. No, Goldberg the zookeeper. And that must be more off. No, no, Goldberg the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushim, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Nun Vav Amabes taught that although Kedushim made with items prohibited in benefit is invalid, if the man sold them and married with their payment, the woman is married because their payments do not attain their forbidden status. Only Avodazor and Shemitah produce confer the prohibited status onto their payments. And since they are Shnei Ksuvich Mabayin Ka'echad, two psukim that come as one to teach the same principle, we do not derive laws from such sources. So, Noach Goldberg the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his avodazor and shemitah produce for kedushin, and suggested instead he marries the woman with Truma, even though he was a Yisrael, which reminds us, the next mission states that if one marries with Truma, Meiser, or Matanos, gifts, which are parts of a Huan animal given to a Kohen, she is married even if he's a Yisrael. Ula says, Tovus inu mamun. The pleasure of benefit is not an equity, meaning one's ability to choose whom to give truma and to receive payment to do so is not considered monetary ownership of the truma insofar as using it for Kedushin. He's challenged from our mission and provides an answer. So, Noach Goldberg the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushin, and suggested instead he marries the woman with truma, even though he was a Yisrael, was shocked when he discovered that this man was actually the shaliach, who was originally sent to be Makadashur on behalf of another man, which reminds us the third paragraph begins that if one told the Shaliach to marry a certain woman for him, and the Shaliach went and married her to himself, she's married to the second person. So once again, Noach Goldberg the zookeeper, who stopped the man who rented out the zoo for his chasna from using the monies he received from selling his idol and Shemitah produce for Kedushin, and suggested instead he marries a woman with Truma, 
even though he was a Yisrael, was shocked when he discovered that this man was actually the Shaliach, who was originally sent to Mimekadosh on behalf of another man. All right, so now it's time for Forbalat Bar Chazar. Daphne and Dalad. So the Simmer Daphne and Dalad is noodle, and we often use a pasta chef. So here goes. The pasta chef, pasta chef, that must be more than Daphne and Dalad, noodle. The pasta chef, who thought he was being a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses whether Kedusha made inadvertently with Kasna kahuna. Kahanim's tunics is valid. Rav explains that they were given to Kahanim to benefit from. Because the Torah was not given to ministering angels, since it's impossible to avoid benefiting from the garments after completing their voda, since the removal requires time, their original Kedusha includes an allowance for unintentional benefit, and they do not become chun. Since they remain hectish, Kedusha made unwittingly with these garments is invalid. Reviewed disagrees and holds that although the unavoidable benefit from the tunics after a vote is permitted, all their benefit is prohibited and does render them cool, and therefore he holds Kedusha made mistakenly with them is valid. So the pastor chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kamravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, which reminds us that more brings the Malkokas of Kamravai is Mamungavoa and thereby not subject to parrot and Olelos. So the pastor chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kamravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, where one was redeeming his friend's Maishashani at the same lower price as when he did Mashiach Witha, which reminds us, a mission is presented supporting Rabbi Huda's opinion that Maishashani Shani is considered the grower's personal property. Masha Chemenu Maishab himself one drew the Maishashani Shani of his friend near to acquire it while it was worth a sella, but didn't manage to redeem it and simultaneously pay for it until it was worth two. He pays his friend a sella and profits a sella because he acquired it at the time of Mashiach and the Maishab is his. The Gemara concedes that this anonymous mission follows Rabbi Huda's opinion that Maishashani is personal property, but the Lacha follows Rabbi Mir that it's Mamun Gavot because an anonymous mission and Adios, the most authoritative Masechta, follows his opinion. Dafnun Hay, so the symbol Dafnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond studded speed limit sign, speed limit sign, that must move on Dafnun Hay, speed limit sign of 55. The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which reminds us it was stated in the Mishnah that if an animal that was fit for a carbon which was found between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which is near Beislechem, or within that range in any direction, we suspect it came from Yushalayim, where most animals are carbonous. Because it's unknown what carbon it may be, the Mishnah says, Zacharim Olos, males are treated as Olos, Nekevos Zivchei Shlami, but females, which are unfit for Olos, are treated as Shlami. So the animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdalader was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of hectish and committing me'ila after me'ila, which reminds the more teaches that one cannot commit me'ila after me'ila because the item becomes chulun from the first me'ila, except for behemoths designated as karbanas and kleishars. These items whose kedusha is kedusha's aguf remain hectish even after me'ila. For example, if several people successfully drink from a goblet designated for avoda, all of them are liable for me'ila since it does not become chulun. So the animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdal Eder was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of Hectish and committing Me'ila after Me'ila, who determined that since it was a female goat within its first year, it's treated like a chattis which cannot be offered and is brought into a chamber to die on its own, which reminds us, Abai explains that Hanani ben Chachinai taught that a she-goat found within its first year is treated like a chattis which cannot be offered. Konsul Akipa Vihimesim Ohel is brought into a chamber and dies on its own. Daf Nun Vav. So the Simmer Daf Nun Vav is a shusher and shul going nu nu.
So here goes. The shusher, shusher, that must be one duff. Nun vav, nu nu. The shusher who waved his big sailor's void sign when the person used my sashani money to purchase an animal for Huan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, which reminds us, in a bracelet was taught that one cannot buy an animal with my sashani funds outside Yushalayim. If he did so unintentionally, the money must be returned to its place, meaning to the buyer, because the purchase was an error. If he did so intentionally, the animal must be brought up and eaten in Yushalayim. Rebuta says this is only if the animal was purchased to be a shlamim, meaning to be eaten in Yushalayim. But if he bought it to be used as chulin and to eat outside Yushalayim, then the money must be returned and the sale is void as a derabban penalty to the seller. So the shushu waved his big sale is void sign when the person used Maishashani money to purchase an animal for chulin to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, which reminds us, the word discusses why the seller is penalized by voiding the sale. It answers, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, meaning just as a mouse could not have stolen food if it lacked a hole in which to hide it, the buyer would not have misspent the funds if he didn't find a seller to accept them. The Gemara persists, but if not for the mouse, what wrongdoing could the hole commit? The buyer is still the primary guilty party. The Gemara concludes it's logical that wherever the prohibited item is, that's where we penalize. Since the seller is in possession of the misappropriated funds, we compel him to return them. So the shushu waved his big sale as void sign when the person used my sushani money to purchase an animal for Huan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, and was so excited when he saw a man trying to be Makaj a woman with a shor niskal so he could tell him. His Kedushin wasn't valid. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches that Kedushin made with any of a list of items, which are Asubaha Na'a, the Kedushin is invalid. The Gemara will provide sources for all the items listed, among them the Shoran Niskal, an ox condemned to stoning. Daphnan Zayn. So the similar Daphnan Zayn is a puppet with a long nose. So here goes. The boy playing with his diamond said a puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose. Nose? That must be more on Daphnan. Nunzine, puppet with a long nose. The boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose, which reminds us the word brings the incident with Shimon Hamamsoni, who was dorish all the esim in the Torah and explained what they were coming to teach. But when he reached the Pasik as Hashem Al-Kachatira, you should revere as Hashem your God, he withdrew. Rashi explains he was afraid to equate the reverence required for a Kushbark with a reverence for anything else. His Talmudim asked him, Rebbe, call Esim Shadarash the Matehelem. Rebbe, what would come of all the instances of S which you darshan until now. He responded, just as I receive reward for the drushes I made, so I receive reward for the withdrawal from the drushes. So the boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S written multiple times along his long nose ran after two birds of a matzor that flew away at the time of their taking and were Asr Bahana, which reminds the Gemara brings the Malkoks about when Sipuri Matsur become Asr Bahana. Is it from the time of Shkita or from the time of Lakicha? So the boy playing with his diamond set of puppet with the word S read multiple times along his long nose ran after two birds of a matzor that flew away at the time of their taking and were Usr Bahana that had snatched the meat cooking in milk that was also Asr Bahana, which reminds us it was taught that the Pasuk of Rosa Vashel Gediba Chalavimo, you should not cook a kid in its mother's milk, is written three times to teach that it's Asr to cook meat and milk together, it's Asr to eat meat and milk that were cooked together, and that meat and milk cooked together are Asr Bahana. Rabbi Shimbin Yuru holds that meat and milk cooked together is not Asr Bahana, just like Traif is not Asr Bahana. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which of you in the source that a Shorhaniskal is Asr Bahana? That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number two. Which of you discuss what the din is if a shalich marries a woman that he was sent to be Makadish on behalf of another? That's on Daf. 
Nunchas. Good number three. Which of the women that meat cooked in milk is Aser Bahana? That's on Dav. Nunzain. Good number four. Which of the women that the seller is penalized for selling an animal outside of Yushalayim that was bought with Maishashani funds since the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief? That's on Dav. Nunvav. Good number five. Which stuff you discuss marrying with Truma? And the question if Tobus Hana Mamon, that's on Dav. Nunchas. Good number six. Which stuff you discuss what is done when an animal which is valid to be used as a carbon is found between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder? That's on Dav. Nunhei. Good number seven. Which of the one about Shimon Hamsoni who darshan the essence in the Torah? That's on Dav. Nunzain. Good number eight. Wish of the one that there is Mila after Mila with clay sharis. That's on Dav. Nunhei. Good number nine. Wish of the one that only Avodazor and Shemitah produce confer their prohibited status onto their payments. That's on Dav. Good. And number 10. Which Dafti Machos when Sipuri Matsora become Asbana? Is it from the time of Shkita or Lakicha? That's on Dav. Nunzain. Excellent. That comes today's share. This is Rabbi Ramgold from Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.